Unger! What? <laughs> Is the chat room going? Yes. Are there lots of people in there? There are now ten. Ooh. Ten. Not yes. Including Not myself <laughs> and Mark. Thank you, Google search engine, <laughs> because of my optimization magic. Okay. Ten people in the chat room. Is that a record? Here. No, no. It's, not, it's not, but it's still, it's good. Mark, <laughs> how are you? Good. <laughs> Abyss. Glad to have you back. I was here last week. I know. Just glad to have you back. <laughs> Kathy. What? Stop yelling. <laughs> Kathy. Are you ready to do this? I suppose no. we have to. Then let's do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience of one. Hello, pervert. Woo! He waved. (laughs) I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I am Count Boogie, and this is show 59. 59! It's crazy. Ten people in the chat room. Some of are there new people? Eleven. 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 Are there new people in the chat room joining us tonight? Oh yes, very much so. Very much so. Ask them where they came from. Well, well, one of them claims to be your niece. Oh, it is my niece. I I don't ask her if I can say her name. Sinful said she could. I could say sinful. 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 When I was a DJ on uh, K Rock in the nineties. Oh, that one. Okay, you are old. uh, And uh, she was my uh, total minor listener at the time. She was fifteen. I did not partake. Um, (laughs) Just (laughs) letting her know. (laughs) And she was awesome, and she used to listen to me late at night. And and uh, and we frequently. I I do not know. I had. (laughs) Never actually asked her if she uh, ever masturbated. Unger, (laughs) ask her if she ever masturbated to me when I was on the air at at K Rock. I don't think this is because he needs to stroke his ego. I don't think this is going to go well, but just ask her anyway. So uh, yeah, so anyway, so it's good to see her. We kind of kept touch over the years, off and whatever, and and now we've reconnected, and and uh, and she's a really awesome person. So. we got some stuff to talk about. We got stuff. Got some stuff. I want to get to the stuff, but let's just get the other stuff out yes. of the way. Thresholds Carnal Carnival is coming up uh, Saturday, July 23rd. This coming Saturday. And uh, so if any of our listeners are in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, it is where we have our big event. It's an indoor-outdoor event. It's open to the public. Uh, there's dildo bowling and condom darts and and uh, sexy people in security. Sexy, yes. Uh, Abyss will be doing are security. Unger, unger Let's will not be forget doing sexy. Unger, sexy. Unger, are you going to be wearing a mini skirt? <laughs> no, I see a no oh. shaking of the head. That's not even an that audible was an answer. Evil stare. So anyway, that's a real great. And there's vendors and stuff like that, and that's going to be very very exciting. And you have to be 18 or over to attend. 18 or over to attend, and there's going to be do not bring the kids. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> not, not kid. I mean, there's not nudity. There's not sexuality and, it's open and stuff to the like that. Yeah, it's open to the public, but there are little sampler booths and stuff, and so obviously 18 and over. Uh, midweek uh, perverted podcast play party is this Wednesday Woo-hoo! coming up. So if you're hearing this. And that is good. We're building that. Uh, Kathy and I will uh, definitely be here. I'll be there, too. Are you going to be here Wednesday? I'm working the second shift DM. Well, then. Look at that. 
We're going to have a biz. We're going to have a biz. All three of us here for that. So, uh, oh, 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 uh, Miss uh, Curious, uh, one of our... Uh, our uh, Amazing volunteers. Our amazing our volunteers. OGs. Now we're kind of regrouping the volunteers, and Miss yeah. Curious is kind of going to take the lead uh, on coordinating the volunteer coordinators who volunteer the, coordinate the volunteers. <laughs> and uh, it's what? like a whole thing. We're putting a curriculum together. Those, I mean, we have a lot of people that want to volunteer. Which so is still blows my mind it's amazing and i have dropped the ball <laughs> so um, no now that the what yes <laughs> fuck off it's true not that i have nothing to do so we're reorganizing and now there's all the social media and stuff that we have to do people can actually help from their home wherever they are in the world um so uh so that's very exciting she has a fet life group that she asked me to pimp because you know on fet life they have the under 35 group which is like a super abyss She's eating her mic muff. <laughs> Are you like Velociraptor <laughs> eating your your mic muff? Uh, that she's gonna get that whole make a noise. Thing in make a noise. Oh. We should. Ha- oh. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like like Bigfoot. You <laughs> remind me of the band The Cramps from the '80s. It was a punk band, and the singer wore these Wha- weird spandex pants that Whoa. didn't cover anything. Why is it marked? And he a always put and he always put uh, the microphone in his mouth. Oh. You're a little bit sexier than he was, but you know, Goo Goo Muck was a great song. Um, over so 35. she, so uh, she has a, a Fet Life group called uh, Over Thirty Five. Nice. So if you're on Fet Life and you are over, because you know there's all these groups for the younger, the younger kids. What about us old farts? You know, we get off our young <laughs> We just all go in there and talk about our false teeth and our colostomy uh, bags and and uh, God, you're making us wow. horrible. How about a fifty and over group? That would be my group. Those wow. Are, those are my peeps. Technically, I hate to tell you this, honey. This is. It's, I wouldn't be chirping too loud, mister. I, I Alone. I wouldn't chirp too loud. What? Not that far off. How far off is he? A uh, couple of years, maybe. Three? Three? Years? No, oh, two years. Jesus Christ. Under He's two only years. two years. Dang. I just can't wait to get my fucking AARP. <laughs> I can't wait it's to get that. It's a thrilling moment when you find okay, out. Okay, but that is not That's just got to be guys, the biggest bummer. Guys, guys but that's not what we're talking about right now with Miss Curious. It's right. over 35. Well, she has right. a, okay, so well, we plugged it. Go to FetLife. Go to over 35 if you're over 35. Or you're just like that some. That does not mean uh, that you're going to get an AR, ARP card. No, you're mail. not. You have 15 years until you get your ARP card if you're over 35. Uh, okay, now let's get to the good stuff. FetLife stuff. No. On, defend. no. Where's the button no. for FetLife stuff? Don't, don't, don't fucking press <laughs> buttons you're not supposed to press. <laughs> you have one pu- fucking button, bitch. You can press Q. I want more buttons. No, you get one button. I, I don't even get a button. You get no get button. You, you know what? You need like a selfie stick for buttons. <laughs> no. No, Sam over. tried to bring in a keyboard and say, here, give it to Abyss. And I'm like, no, you're going to take these things back. No, Abyss cannot have buttons. No buttons. Stop. You get that button. Press that button. That's your only button. The views of Boogie do not necessarily reflect those of Kathy and Abyss. That's your fucking button. Kathy, button. you had an experience button. and once again, I'm excited about it because it was a it was a it was a it was not a great <laughs> moment for you. No the look on Kathy's face. It was not a great moment for you, but it was a real moment and I'm sure there are things that you learned from that I'm moment. I'm sweating so. just thinking about it. So Aww. tell us it was you had a little bit of a freak out a freak with out. The, with your Dom. With yes, I was a creative explorer and we've been We've been fooling around with a contract. This is not an actual contract. But oh. we mess with it and, and we say, well, I'm going to add this to it. Well, I'm going to like this. So the motherfucker goes and actually <laughs> oh. draws one up. <laughs> because he's kind of thorough like that. Because he's a, you know, fucking software engineer and they, they've got the, those fucking brains that never stop. And so 
he writes it up and he says, but I'm going to tell it to you. I'm going to dictate it to you while you are tied up. So he ties my my ankles together, my wrists together. He puts it in a ball gag. <laughs> of course. Bl- blindfolds me, sits me down. And I'm naked. Let's not forget the fact that I'm naked. Sits me down on his couch. And he's, you know, joking around going, okay, this is the first one. And he'll read off one line and he'll say, what do you think about that? And I've got a ball gag <laughs> in my mouth. I guess, which was his evil plan all along. Kathy couldn't fucking have an Shut argument. Shut up. <laughs> I hate him right now. <laughs> I think it's actually pretty funny. <sighs> I like your doll more and more. I mean, it's, it's clever. It's yes. definitely clever. Like well, this? Were they like really heinous things? Like you will, you will, you know, lick my foot every day <laughs> when I come home, Trim and then my toenails. butthole. Trim my toenails. Well, some of them were, re- you know, what we do already, and some of sure. them were just meant to fuck with me. So, <laughs> so he's doing all this. But here's the part that f- that really sucks is that earlier in the day, I'd been thinking of. Uh, fauna right mm-hmm. and i had been remembering how she had just passed out and one minute she was conscious and the next she wasn't she was dead yeah, yeah. And it was horrible and for, it was just on my mind and a lot of times when i'm well we're, we're playing creative explorer and i he's like maybe got me spread eagle to the bed and if he i always think well if something were to happen to him i can get to the keys but i could at least yell he's in an apartment building somebody would hear me right if the, would they care? It's really yeah, it would be embarrassing, but at people least I could fuck. get some help. Why do people right? have to die and get raped next to me? So I'm all bound and gagged like this, and I suddenly realize if he were to pass out right now, I would be so fucking screwed. I wouldn't be able to do anything. I've got a ball gag in my mouth. I can't, and I have a really strong, vivid imagination, and my mind just fucking went there. What the hell would I do if he passed out right now? And so every one of these things, sensory deprivation messes with me. So every one of these things that was piling on top of me, I could deal with on their own. But each one that got added just weighed on me a little bit more and messed with my head a little bit more. So he was already doing the mind fuck. I already had the ball gag in the blindfold. I couldn't tell where he was, what he was doing. It was, And then I was, all, my mind, you know, fucking fauna, haunting me from the grave. Right. <laughs> reminding me that one second you're alive and the next you're dead. <laughs> this is the shit you think about yes! when you're playing? What the fuck, dude? Awesome. I couldn't help it. My mind, my mind just goes there. And so each one of them is getting worse and worse. And, and when he starts fucking with me and I actually want to fight back because you know, Boogie, that's what I do is I fight back. <laughs> Not with a gag, honey no. bunny. <laughs> and it's getting worse and worse. And I, the f- hot flashes have started to come back a little bit. So every once in a while, I'm, I'm getting my, I'm getting all you know, flustered. This is like the perfect storm. It was of the fu- perfect storm of, <laughs> of freakouts. Freak- oh my God. And then he, and I'm this close. Each thing that messes with me is like, okay, keep it together. Keep it together. It's funny what he's saying. Sure. And then for some reason, right. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was the velociraptor. <laughs> Just go. Just go. For some reason, he gets to the point where he says the words 24-7. It wasn't oh, even in whoa, reference whoa, to... What, what? It wasn't in reference to something funny, actually. It wasn't really in reference to being 24-7, but all I heard was, was 24-7. <laughs> and that was the finger in the pooter <laughs> That hole. was it, and I fucking go, get me the fuck out of this, but it sounded more like... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm all, what, honey? You need a treat? <laughs> oh, look, it's puppy play. Oh, it was, he knows me so well. He was on me so fast before I knew it. I could feel hands behind me taking the right, gag right, out right. and the whole thing. And I'm like, okay. And it, t- it was so embarrassing. It took me a while to, to get 
to the point where I could tell him what had actually happened, and he didn't. Besides starting with, you're a bastard. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, let me go! <laughs> Just as a note, uh, take the feet off last. <laughs> yeah. I was a, running out the door naked. <laughs> and just say, we're going to take you out now, okay? <laughs> I'm going to first. What's your weaker hand? <laughs> Take that one out first. Now, was like, uh, were you just in chains or were you like chained down? No, I was sitting on the couch, <coughs> legs, uh, the ankles tightly bound and yeah. wrists tightly bound. He didn't have them but loose. But you, like, still, oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. still technically could do this, right? You could lift your arms. Yeah. Girl, see, that's where your first like freak out should have been. You could have easily. <laughs> oh, no, because each time it was happening, I was like. I can do this. Keep it together. Keep it. Together. It was so before was more I mental, knew it. There was mental mm. bondage going. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was before I knew it. Everything had come to just this place where I had to stop. I mean, any one of those things on their own or with with another one would have been fine. But it was just one right after the other. Twenty four seven. Oh, and it's like <laughs> get me out of here! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so so, <laughs> I mean, I'm entertained. But what did we learn? <laughs> I really hate you right now. Before going into bondage, uh, you have to kind of negotiate if your head. I mean, could if That's you guys had talked about, hey, well, this I was is the kind of thing that you you have talked about before. The longer you seen with somebody, the more in a relationship you are, the easier you ha- know their tells. Right. And so we have long ago stopped using real safe words. He right. knows when I'm in distress, and he pulls and me take, out. Yeah, of it so fa- I mean, he's. He's got the locks everywhere in his apartment. So he, at any point, he could reach anywhere and take me out of it. Right. And, and he knew it was the ball gag that was the worst. So right. he took that out first and whipped off the blindfold. And then I was like, get, get these things off my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor. Oh, yeah. It was okay, though. It was cool. Well, you know what? I think you you did well. Yeah. You did well. <laughs> that was a damn good story. Just another day on Bad Life. Did you say 24-7? I she did. did. 24-7? <laughs> Just another day on bad life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. 24-7! <laughs> Thank you. Things you see on bad life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we <laughs> specifically granted us permission to do so. I got excited because I saw the blue light. Oh, yay, blue light. The blue light, wouldn't you put... Th- oh, I guess you can't... D- okay, go ahead. What? Um, there's a <coughs> odd question in the room, probably not the best time, but uh, they want to know if balls tan. Yes, balls really? tan. They do? Mm-hmm. It's a great... Yeah, why wouldn't they? It's it's part of your skin. It has have melanin you laid out can, your balls? I've, I've, I have burned my I, junk. Oh! Absolutely. If your junk can burn, balls can tan. Exactly. Absolutely. They mostly burn... Yeah. Uh, unless they've had a certain amount of sun, just like your skin builds up a tolerance and and uh, and you burn first and then you. Hey, Mark. Start to tan. Google tan balls. Google <laughs> tan balls. Thank you very much, Unger, <laughs> from our perverted podcast chat room. Just those cutting edge comments. Keep them coming. <laughs> I love it. Keep them coming. Keep challenging us. So let's get into the fat life stuff. Yes, our first one is a post by Valkyrie. It's called "Respected Leaders of the Community." She says, I'm sick of younger or newer women getting preyed upon by men they assume have their best interest in mind because they are a, quote unquote, respected leader of the community. (laughs) A lot of these people have just picked up enough lingo over time to sound like they know what they're talking about. You can't assume anyone is safe. Make them prove themselves to you before you make yourself vulnerable. What is everyone's rush around here? Get to know someone before their flogger gets to know your bum. The people who are really dangerous are just great at hiding their crazy. 
I know Boogie's got a lot to say. He is like chomping at the bit. <laughs> As a respected member of the community. Uh-oh. That's why I laughed. <laughs> you know what? Absolutely. The, once again, this is going to be a balanced discussion. This is going to be a everyone has a responsibility discussion, not just the uh, just the people that need to look out for other people. That makes no sense. Never mind. Just go with what I'm saying. Okay. Um, absolutely. We all need to watch out, and nobody should get trusted 100%. Not me, not Kathy, not Abyss, totally not anyone Abyss. in this room. 97% is still enough trust to... Uh, Give someone trust and still keep your eyes open for a warning sign because you're going to see those warning signs. So I always tell people to trust 97% at most, even if you've been married to them for 25 years. Never give someone 100%. People aren't perfect, so why are you giving them perfect trust? That is ridiculous, and it goes against the fabric of flawed humans. That being said, in this situation... Do you want to go first? Because I got no, a whole bunch. Okay, I, I, go okay. for it. I'm, I'm, re- I'm right. waiting to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> In uh, this situation, you don't want to shame victims. Obviously, we talk a lot about that. Uh, rape culture, victim shaming. Um, so, obviously, we want to protect new people. Um, and I absolutely agree with that. And I absolutely agree with teaching them all the tricks, all the things that the predators uh, prey on them. But I also want to uh, put this out there. As a respected leader of the community, um, I am also a predator. I came to this lifestyle to fuck hot chicks or chicks that I connect to (laughs) and spank them. And uh, that is why I'm here. Most of the people that came into this lifestyle did not come for a pottery class or a stamp collecting class. Most people did come to this lifestyle to be kinky. That's why we call it the kink community. So the idea that there is so much pressure uh, that anyone who goes after someone who is new that is somehow a bad predator, I respond, go fuck yourself. Go to church. Go to a stamp club. Because I I will fuck you in the doorway if you give me consent. Whoa, okay. So my point of view is, is that there needs to be a balance with understanding that people who do come here are coming here to play, and this constant badgering of people that play with new people that there's a yes i have an agenda i i disclose i tell you right away make friends that are in that are of your orientation that don't have a sexual agenda for you because i have a sexual agenda for you and everyone who is attracted to you is going to have an agenda with you so I'm really about the balance because I've heard this so much lately that I'm just kind of sick I, of it. I'm noticing you're a little defensive on it. Very defensive. Um, I don't think that's actually what they were going for with the post. Like what I took away from it was more that people using their position in the community to make it sa- seem like they're instantly a safe person. I think that's in any community, though. Every community, church, well, but what card club, whatever. There's always going to be people that are in leadership and whatever that are going to manipulate the system. We have a lot of people in this lifestyle. Maybe I don't know about the rest of the world, but I know at Threshold, we have a lot of people that have been around for a lot of time that are predators and do have an agenda with you, but they are respectful and they negotiate and they. I think that's the difference, though. Is everyone in this community is a predator? in the sense that we all want things and we want to make them happen. But I think what they're more concerned about and what 
what they were kind of what I took away from the post was they are sick and tired of people saying you can trust these people because they're good members of the society of our of our community they are they're pillars of our community which here at threshold we had an issue where we sure, had someone who was community. a leader of the community he was a pillar of his community and he had a Consent, Consent violation. violation. Absolutely. So, I mean, realistically, I think what they're trying to take away from it is you should still vet. You still need to make sure watch people play, get to know them. There, I think it's more of a cautionary tale of don't just use the, their placement in the community as their safe stamp. And that's what I did like about the post is that this is empowering new people to say don't trust someone just because they've been around. It's not just new people. It's any Okay, anybody, yes. Because Anybody. and also the other thing I wanted to point out too, because you know, <laughs> I was like, hey, this is a little sexist, but guys can get used and abused too. Absolutely. Because when they did talk in the post at one point, like, oh, guys' uh, reputations can get ruined. No, or they can just get their ass fucking kicked non consensually by a female top too. Sure. So, <laughs> but you know, I, I actually don't agree with you that because you're a predator, that you have you are what I would call an ethical predator. You have morals. <laughs> you have an Ish. ethical... But you do. Not everyone is 100% highly ethical. Everybody has uh, holes in their in their agenda, right? I think what it, in this person may be referring to, it didn't say in the post, but I know that I have been reading a lot on FetLife recently about certain specific communities who are having this problem. Sure. But more intense than... The, to the level that, that Abyss just mentioned. Right. So you may be a predator, but you're not going to gaslight anybody. You're not going to pull any of that fucking crap that will actually mess with somebody's head or somebody's body. Sure. Right. I think what she's referring to. And this is, uh, unfortunately, my opinion, a problem with a problem because BDSM and kink is so hidden away and never talked about that people coming into the community for the first time, uh, whether young or older, they don't know any better. They assume that this this community is it's a well knitted thing. It's a it's a well oiled machine. And they walk in and they see people higher up and people that are you know given responsibilities. You and you assume that that person knows what they're doing. And in a lot of senses, that is the case. The people with the more experience usually do. It just I like that the article points out that hey, not everyone is is ethical, but. It, it's not everybody. We have no, a lot of respected members in the community, male and female. That's true, but there's something that happens. I remember a long time ago reading a book about Disneyland and all the, the some freaking employee who had given the dirt on everything. And one, he had a whole chapter entitled something like, uh, you know, leave your brains at the door. Because he said that when people entered, the minute you walked through, you left your brain at the door and you, they did all kinds of things that in their regular life they would be a lot safer doing. And I sure. think the same thing happens in the kink community. Which you, you would think is counterintuitive. You're coming into a highly charged sexual environment. But you would think that everybody's guard would be up a not, little bit no. more. You know why? Like because club. they come in to what they see as a well-run community. They don't see a bunch of freaks running around because then they would be on their guard. What they see is a club, a non-profit organization run by volunteers, laughing, having a good time. They're sure. friends. So they don't see a, a, something to be concerned with. Or also, I they, think that's they, just ignorance. Well, well, I don't think so. I think people will, they'll, there are signs. You, you tell, you look around you and you say, well, these people must know what they're doing. I don't know that that's ignorance so much. I, I think it, that it's. I think people also are coming into this lifestyle. They're coming into the fantasy. This whole kink community is built on 
the ability to act out your fantasies. So in fantasy, all of this stuff works. There isn't consent violation in fantasy. There isn't, you know, um, people not, you know, asking. There isn't any of this stuff. So when reality meets that fantasy, that's when you have the rude awakening of you have the predators who do prey on those who are naive. Yeah. And let's not forget the the nature of being a submissive is to put yourself under the protection of someone else. So it's just it's like almost a recipe for disaster and in comes some guy who's some sociopath or, or some person. Yeah, some person who doesn't who who is completely unethical and is is going out just to use another human being and here come and it's just I think that's in any community, though. Yeah, you're right. I think you go to church. I mean, haven't there been enough news reports of people being sexually abused? But yet that's another community that has the same element that I just described. That whole Disneyland thing. You walk into into, uh, someplace that you see a well-oiled machine. And you assume that the person standing up on the altar in a robe knows what they're doing because everyone else is following their lead. It's the same thing here at the club. You see somebody teaching. You see somebody holding a position of of power in the community. You do assume that in the same way that we would assume that of a cop. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that assumption. Just And I agree. That's where the article is really good. That just because, yes, you can trust somebody to a certain level, but they still, like the, the post said, still give them a chance to prove themselves. And don't go worthy run. of of your yeah. trust and power exchange. Yeah, and don't go run like do your homework beforehand. And this is to new, old, whatever. Just a reminder: always do your homework if you have the ability. You know, watch them play beforehand. Meet in public places. See if they're they do have a reputation in the community because that's the other thing is they said that uh, in the article they pointed out that hey maybe it's just someone who knows enough lingo to get away with not actually and they're not actually a pillar of the community they just maybe talking enough so they're kind of outside just yeah yeah that's online yeah so that's the thing is like it just it be safe guys this isn't yes we deal in fantasy but you you you. You still have to pay the bill in reality. Can I talk a bigger problem added on to this, which is another thing that I get, uh, which adds to this having so many people that we can't trust in this leader in the community kind of thing is because we come from such a secretive past. There was so much. What do we call it? Consent violation culture where people there was consent violations and you said, hey, you can't go to the police about this because you're going to close this dungeon. Yeah. We've had it here. Yeah. I've seen it here. And we protested against that and got that piece of shit fucking kicked out. But the reality is, is we need to stop in our communities this mindset. My personal view, and I'm a leader at Threshold. I've put eight years of my life into Threshold. I am at Threshold seven days a week putting in. But the day that we start coddling abusers to keep our club, it's not worth keeping a club. But we don't do that. We coddle and, abusers. No, but what that's I'm a, saying is we have language. had in 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 I have seen in the past in a number of dungeons in the community. I've been to most of the dungeons in the community where there has been a situation like this and even this situation that happened at Threshold was there was still started. a lot of fear. We uh, they did the right thing. They had they you know they did they came forward, they did the investigation, they got the people admitted that they fucked up. Okay, fine. And you're gone. You're you're yeah. not welcome here anymore. So they did the right thing, but just feeling that, oh my God, we're gonna lose our club over this if this goes public. And my point of view is then lose the fucking club. 
If it comes down to us not protecting and us not standing up for the victim, in a case where we know we've done our investigation, we can see there has been an assault here on our fucking turf, and it comes down to either risk-closing threshold or rape culture this person and try to pretend that it didn't exist. I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it didn't go that way, right? Just so it did not. No, no, no. And then okay. we're just saying the situation <laughs> went well, but I could see some of the older people who have getting been around getting very nervous, like, what's this going to do? And I'm like, change the name. We're not well, profit. We'll get a new nonprofit. If it comes get, to, uh, they, they have the right to get nervous, but absolutely. I don't think any they of those still older did people, the right thing. Yeah, exactly. But we need we need to do the right thing, and communities need to not be afraid of to, losing their dungeon. Yeah, because well, a respected leader of the but community. There's also a difference, and here I may piss some people off, but there is a difference between a nonprofit organization and a for-profit organization. Right. And a threshold as a nonprofit and several other nonprofits that we're affiliated with across the country uh, have a, a main goal of education and safety. Sure. And so we it's not that I, I'm not saying that inherently a for profit dungeon is going to automatically sweep everything under the rug. But that's our that's one of our main things. It's, it's what right. drives us. I'll say to say it that the sweeping under the rug now that it's kink is becoming more socially acceptable. We're going to get less of that. But before that, it was sweep everything under the rug. Yeah, otherwise, otherwise, you're going to get arrested. Your family's, your family's going to get ripped apart. The, yeah, the, the cops other. are going to come here and ask uh, you. You're a witness to this. So now you're going to be outed. And, yeah. Yeah. and let's so. not forget that in, not, in, not here at Threshold, but it, uh, in the last couple of months, there was another incident in another community. Right. And it was the victim the victim who decided not to come forward and go to the police because they didn't want to go through the hassle. They didn't want mm-hmm. to be outed, yeah. Exactly. So it, it's it's a tough yeah. situation all around, and I think she wrote a great post, and it's a great discussion that we're having. So mm. what, did you want to say more? Question nope. authority. Yeah, that Question, Question authority. That's right. I am a respected predator in the community. You're an ass. <laughs> <laughs> at least, oh. I'll disclose at least. All right, so the next one is by... Why well, I don't know how to pronounce it's this. Vidar. It's Vidar. It's Vidar. Yeah, it you're you're in a very Norris uh, base. Am I? <laughs> Valkyrie yeah, and Vidar. Valkyrie and Vidar is actually the Norris god of revenge. Oh yikes! Okay, well, he wrote a post called "A good sub will draw out a better dominant in their partner." The bilateral nature of DS. He says it probably is the case that the dominant will have more of an effect on the disposition of the submissive than the reverse, but not entirely. A good submissive will make a dominant a better dominant. That's always been the case with me. A submissive who isn't weighing me down emotionally with fussing and trivialities will bring out a more dominant side to me. I suspect that what I'm describing isn't unique or even rare. Just as good dominant behavior will enhance the submissiveness of a sub, so too will good subbing make a dominant more dom. Hear, hear. Amen. Uh, Glory to Jesus. (laughs) Baby imaginary Jesus. Imaginary well, baby I, Jesus. I They're mean, just not existing in a little manger. Wow. Not we're existing. Just, just going to keep going, huh? Yeah. Keep going. Okay. We're just going to cut that off. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Abyss. Um, no, I think the major thing everyone needs to remember with any of the DS relationships is the second word, relationship. It should be any relationship, be it, you know, a power exchanger or whatever. The partner is supposed to bring out the better uh, attributes out of the other partner. That's the point. You're supposed to have someone that can mirror what you have and then increase it. So if you're a really good dom with a really good submissive, the submissive is going to inspire your dominance. Just like if you have a very good dom, the dom will inspire your submission. Kind of like I do to you. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, the look you on a business face. Feel the kneel. That's that's that's. Are the, you are we going back to that one? Huh? Just feel the kneel. Oh, <laughs> just wow. Try and try that one again. This show. Huh? <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Hmm. I just like how Mark just laughed from the bed. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I am dominant. Obey. Where is my old bay? Obey. Oh. I like I. I like this. I started kind of thinking like, well, what's, you know, what's the devil's advocate part of that? And, and in certain situations where it's a service relationship, not necessarily romantic, you know, master slave kind of relationship or something like that, where it is strictly service. And that relationship is based, the, the slave just serves the master. Does that really inspire the master? I would assume, yeah, still probably the same kind yeah, of. If you're, hey, yeah. I was trying to think of a thing where that wouldn't apply. It does. I can't think of anything where this would not apply. No, that's <laughs> true. I and f- when he he used the the word good, so that's a, a uh, <laughs> could that's mean a anything. But I what I took away from it was uh, not good as in yeah she bends over really well or <laughs> he flogs really good, well. But, she does. Oh my god. But I was thinking more in terms of quality. Somebody who has integrity. Someone who is trustworthy. Someone who is mature. These are all qualities that will lead you to be honest no matter how hard it can be. Not lie. To uh, try and push yourself or explain or communicate better. Those qualities make you a better human being in general. And so if you're dealing with someone who is mature and honest and uh, ethical and moral and communicates well, first of all, you know, congratulations (laughs) for finding them. (laughs) But that, yeah, that will inspire you in any way. If you're, if that's a coworker, if that's your spouse, if that's your dominant, your your submissive or your boss, that will inspire you. You're, you're, you, it, to me, when I see people like that, I, I, I think of them as elite. Somebody who Mm. is, has those qualities to a high degree, it does inspire me to be a better person in whatever relationship we have. Now I'm going to go internal as opposed to external because obviously this is a situation where we're talking about an external stimulus where you have the submissive or the dominant that is inspiring um, this growth in you. Um, Not everyone has good relationships. And in that case, we also have to talk about the internal because... Many of my bad relationships have also inspired tremendous growth or change in me because I had to work on my ability to internally accept those relationships and to find out where my character defects are that I am bringing out negative behaviors or mirroring negative behaviors. So in a sense, I I don't want to be like... Because now we're we're going into the fantasy because now I think we're like heightening up. Oh, yeah, we're all looking for good subs and doms. And the reality is, is everyone's kind of flawed and we all have our good and bad. And But I also want to pitch for suffering because suffering brings growth. Suffering makes me look at myself. I mean, believe me, the good parts of the relationship that Abyss and I have had and Mark and I have had have absolutely made me a better person, have challenged me, have inspired me, have built my self-confidence, have built my ability to have compassion where I didn't have compassion before. Absolutely. But the negative parts of our relationship, the things where we don't relate to that we have to communicate through have also inspired me to be a better person. But I, I think when you said, you, you're right, we're all multi-layered. Nobody is perfect. And I'm not, Except I, for me. maybe the, oh, did she just say that? <laughs> <laughs> Feel the kneel. 
<laughs> because maybe the picture I just painted was of this perfect person, but this here's my observation of you, Boogie. You may be, <laughs> you and all of us here, maybe. Stop that. Stop gargling the water, dude. Uh, fucked up in many ways, as we all are. But you have an overarching integrity that drives you to want to be a better person. So you can see all the flaws in you, but that doesn't mean that you want to do anything good about it. You do have a, a sense of, I want to improve myself. I want to be a better person. So uh, it's not the, the shitty weaknesses in us that make us want to move forward. It's that overarching integrity that you but have. But it's also adaption. It's the ability to adapt, which is where our brain evolved to, to get to this level of adaption. And in places, I mean, we're talking about our little metropolitan litter box here where no bombs are dropping on our houses. There are places in the world where there is bad shit going on daily, all day, and you have to adapt and look within to find that higher calling to actually try to improve yourself but not everybody will is my point no okay so right but i think both wait what why you look i just wanted to pitch for i, I just d- got confused halfway through our conversation a little too existential Man. Little too. all right we went a little left i mean even <laughs> I, was, I got bored i'm sorry <laughs> All of a sudden, she does we that to me all the, the time. Dudes. It's kind of cool because then it's like Alzheimer's. I can just tell the same joke over and over no, and I she'll just ignore em. me. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Well, it's Good and bad. Take it both. Both of them are going to make you grow. There, are, there is growth when It's more fun when it's inspired by good stuff. stuff. No. It feels better when no. it's inspired by good stuff. No. Yes, it does. It, I, it feels better. Yeah, it, but good is better than bad. Trust me. But <laughs> the but the bad. <laughs> I like how you're looking confused. But the bad has. I have grown more because of my having to navigate suffering uh, than I have from navigating good. See, I, I, I call, have had to I call. look at. I have. I have had to look at deeper character because once again, this isn't about the external. This uh, is about. Why am I in a bad relationship? Why am I dealing with negative people? Why am I attracting these things to myself? Those have actually led to some of my deeper cathartic uh, moments where I have to deal myself. I'm not saying that the inspiration behind good things hasn't yeah, been wonderful. I, I have to call shenanigans on that one because where, yes, I have, I have suffered greatly at the hands of the people I've loved. And I've learned from a lot of it, but was actually... To be honest, I learned just to close down. I learned how to protect myself and to shut down and, and to, to keep myself in a box where I couldn't deal with anything. And my my way of protecting myself was to completely shut off. And that it was your experience. But it wasn't until the good things came was where I, I was able to look back into it, open up, and realize that I can have this stuff through good experiences. That's what brought me out of out of the armor. So well, different things. In, this this is a perfect example in front of me. Different things inspire different people. So it's it, it doesn't matter. We're both we're all moving in the same direction. We all want to improve ourselves. Sometimes shutting down and isolating is what you need to protect yourself. At That's the time. a defense mechanism. Yeah. We we all use it. Well, these Why were uh, two great posts. Thank you to Valkyrie and Vidar. Vidar. Ah, the, our Norse That's theme. my secret island. <laughs> I I was like, huh. Didn't I make up Valkyrie? Valky- Valkyra? Valkyrie. Valkyrie. All, what the fuck is that? That's dude? my <laughs> island where there's no Norse fight. There's no fighting 
because it's like you know <sighs> what is it Valhalla is like where you go and you fight and then you fight all day and then you he basically he wanted wounds. to eliminate like all the men out of Val uh, out of Valhalla. Valhalla fuck them I don't want to fucking fight and sweat and, and fucking all, hear a bunch of grunting ladies? farting guys <laughs> I just want to go to the part where the bitches are and just you know oh, fornicate right? 24 hours the a day bitches? the bitches yeah. yeah where I'm like you the know the Valkyrie I'm, bitches yeah, that's my Valkyrie say, like, bitches I, I'm sorry but Valkyries we're not bitches. They will fucking cut you. They will cut you. Well, that's <laughs> your, your dog. You need in, Val- <laughs> in Valkyrie, my special Valhalla country in in heaven. You need to find. They a are all p- amazing, wonderful, and there's no need. To, well, I mean, there there's no wounds. It's I, just, I feel like you need to like step away from the Norris hey, out of that one. And first off, who in this else. room is Norwegian besides me? Who? Uh, anyone? No, no, that's just me. You mean my people? Oh, the, my people! Because you you're like up to date on all your like Norris. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you see these nut sacks? Your I have wing? it in my I have it in my loins. You, but they're not. I have Viking in my loins. They're not tanned though. These no. are no my untanned, <laughs> hanging <laughs> Viking <laughs> loins. I don't need a loincloth. <laughs> I can just <laughs> twist my bat wing around. Uh, that. That's great. Uh, so uh, some fucking advice, huh? What? <laughs> I'm a Viking. I am such a Viking. Sometimes love is less than nice. Viking. You may need some fucking advice right now. It's really important that we remind you that Boogie is not a therapist. <laughs> and a Viking! <laughs> or a mountain man. I am a mountain man. I've appeared. <laughs> if you need therapy for real, please get it. Seriously, and send some here. Wait a minute. Did you print out the thing? What thing? The question for yes! some. Yes. What do you think I am? You just kind of looked at me, and I'm like, "Was I supposed to put that think, out?" What? <laughs> wow, it's gonna be one of those shows. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We don't have the name of the person who wrote this, but someone wrote in saying, "I recently started listening to your podcast, and I am loving it. I have a unique way of masturbation, but I'm a bit worried whether it is hygienic." I never use my hand while masturbating. Instead, I lay on the bed and rub my cock until I come into my underwear. But then by the time I come, I feel so lazy to clean it, sometimes I fall asleep. I am worried about the sperm, which remains on my cock thighs and underwear the whole night. Does it harm my skin in any way? (laughs) Shut up! This is a legitimate question, you bastard. You Viking bastard. (laughs) It might seem like a stupid question, but I hope I can discuss these things with you guys openly. I hope you both just shame and guilt. I just have the most cartoon image of like gallons of fucking black (laughs) all over, fucking rolling in it. Fuck it. Because that is like typical dude. Like you're like. I'm just not going to get up and clean it. Just fuck it. Fuck it. You're like stuck to the bed in the morning. It like peels away. You're like, how did it get on my face? (laughs) How did I get it on my face? Like, because you flop around at night? No. Okay. I know most, like, I'm going to just say this. Um, No, there is nothing wrong with having semen on your your genitals or on your thighs. It's good for a girl's hair. It's absolutely It helps your complexion. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, No, it's, your only concern would be, like, honestly, it's from you guys. Like, seriously. It's 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 not like urine. Mark actually (laughs) gave, like, did some research and gave an answer and said, uh, I I didn't double, you know, quote it. Um, but basically, like, if you had an infection, like if you had some sort of, you know, ST, STI or something like that, maybe that would cause some sort of problems, maybe? 
It's pretty slim to none. You got to figure a lot of that stuff dies pretty quick outside the body anyway. So it's not bad, but it's, it's really just uncomfortable and probably not the best. I mean, because I, I emailed him. I said, you know what? People have been sleeping, which I still don't get. Like, people sleep in the wet spot. That is like a common complaint that you hear from married people. Like, he makes me sleep in the wet spot. Like, don't you, haven't you heard that like a million times? I, 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 like, who I doesn't drain? It. You just get a towel and you just, you know, kind of sit on it and you can pet and cuddle a little bit. <laughs> and then once she's drained, <laughs> then go to sleep. Why, it, it, why it, does there, there have to be a wet spot? There is actually this blanket if you're that doing they it sell. Right, you have a wet spot. That I forget what it's called. That's but like it's super absorbent. For that. Yes. It really Like a puppy I wanted, pad. I wanted like a to write it puppy down pad. so that I could call. So I you could like call them and say, "Hey, we want to test out this." We <laughs> no, because God damn it. Well, I don't like to come a lot uh, anyway. But even if when you do, it's like just okay. It takes five minutes. You just kind of. Really, you know, I don't wait. even. I don't even see why it's that big of a deal. What th- that it just drains out and it's all over the bed. Yeah, that is squishy and and. It's, it's sticky. Well, depending how young this guy is, um, most young guys don't give a shit. In fact, their mom's doing their laundry. Why would they care <laughs> that it's also, on the sheets? Guys, I hate to say this. You have, you can have night emissions, which means you're going to have, you know. That's yeah. fine. I mean, you know, if that's the way the guy does his thing, he does his thing. Yeah. It's not bad. But it's I'm like, what bad. could you do? Like, a lot of guys will use a sock. Yeah. yeah. And then that way you can just kind of peel the sock or, off. Or you, you do it in your underwear and then take the underwear off. Apparently like this guy falls take. asleep so but quickly. But then, but then you go to sleep naked I'm and you get butt smell on your sheets. What? What? Well, if you fart in your sleep. What? Guys get butt. What? Well, I'm a Whatever. guy, so yeah, I don't like being disgusting. naked. I don't want my butt against the sheet. I know most <laughs> most of my guy friends sleep naked. So I I mean, well, naked. their sheets probably smell, uh, you know, strikingly like butt. You know? That means that they're not wiping their asses <laughs> properly. <laughs> you know, sometimes you fart. Okay, no. seriously, guys, it's not that big a deal. Like, wow, <laughs> I don't I understand don't... why you guys are like so <laughs> fluids. I mean, I have gone to sleep plenty of times in my own fluids after love making it's not that big you take a shower later on that's true i but don't you get i i just dude as a girl we get wet yeah okay i'll give you that i don't understand you get blood on there you get get i mean really sometimes i fall asleep i have like navy blue flannel sheets (laughs) and i'll see streak marks oh that's right i masturbated last night (laughs) into the laundry kathy snail trails across (laughs) exactly you measure them to see how how, how much you moved at the night you do your sleep research oh my god yeah no i mean it's like i really don't think it's a big idea a big deal and as far as as the question goes no you you're not going to have a problem all right, so thank you for that. And uh, if you have any other questions, send them to pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and make sure you address it to Boogie because he loves getting those. I, I, it was a good question. I mean, it, it was. told him it wasn't a big deal. Wait, what? Whoa, hang on. Oh, no. Yes, Unger, what's going on in the chat room? Um, way, way, way too much tonight, actually. Oh. Uh, Give us an update. How many people we got in there? Well, now, not including me, myself, and Mark, it is uh, nine. Uh, All right. Oh. So, a lot of people but, in our but, chat room but, listening but along. Per- so, pervertedpodcast.com. So there, there's a question. All right. Um, since they've been, re- you know, we're recording people for the Perverted Podcast Orgasms. Yes, it's been, been going very well. Um, a couple of people are asking when you are going to be recorded. <laughs> when me? Yes. And Sinful yes! actually just added to that. <laughs> She's been waiting way too long for you to put out and would like to hear that. Oh. <laughs> First off, ask Sinful, uh, did she masturbate to she me? She never answered that. She never, yeah, uh-huh. fitting. 
fitting. When are we going to get your featured orgasm, Boogie? You're not. Because my feature orgasm, I'll give you. want to hear my featured orgasm? Here's my orgasm. Oh, yeah. You like that? You like? Okay, I'm going to come. I'm going to, yeah. Oh, here. What was that? Did, did I come? Did, did, you, did you do it? Did, I think so. Did, was that? I, I feel annoyed and I want you to go make a sandwich, but yeah. I didn't really feel anything. Really? No. Yeah. Hold on. Let me yeah. go check. Let me go check. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah you I did. did. Yeah. That was quite a reenactment. That's, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Thank you. There's your cow boogie celebrity orgasm. I don't like to come because it doesn't feel, I mean, it feels good sometimes and it, you know, it's sexy. But it really, it's not, I, guess I would actually, much rather keep the horniness and just keep fucking. I, I, we never actually talked about this, but it is, featured orgasm is about empowering female orgasm. Yes. I don't, I guess we never really made well, that. Well, you know, actually, that chat room. We, didn't, we, we also didn't, never mind, we won't get into it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chat room. Tell that to the chat room, Unga. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them to Anything else to going on in the chat room? <laughs> um, there, there have been so many conversations about pickles and magic shell. Um, what? What's magic shell? Is that that stuff that's like makes it like 100%? No, Magic Shell is the chocolate syrup that ah. you put on ice cream that gets oh, hard. Oh, I love that stuff. And, mm. and if it would work on a penis and pickles and asparagus pee and... Wait, you're going to put chocolate syrup on asparagus pee? What? <laughs> like Why? a soup? The, the, the that is has disgusting. Been, wow. That is I've absolutely... Been going tonight. on in that chat room. Um, it, it's, it's going a little crazy. It's, <laughs> it's going a lot crazy. Sometimes it goes um, off They the were rails. asking if you are a vegetarian and eat semen if you're still a vegetarian or not. Well, you're a cannibal. Are, you're, <laughs> a cannibal. you're a cannibal, absolutely. And you know what? We need to respect our naval sailors. Oh, God, that's horrible. I really just tried to get in on the excitement. That was there. bad. Oh, and she did say yes. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, tell her I said thank you. I've uh, included her in a number of fantasies over the past twenty years as well myself. <laughs> Oh, that's very nice. What? What? She called you a whore. Oh, oh, hang on a sec, guys. Wait, wait. Okay, okay, yeah. Abyss, I went to therapy today and found out that I had childhood trauma that makes me crave your rejection. <laughs> that explains a lot. Lois. Uh, hi, Lois. <laughs> hi, Lois. Lois actually... Lois, we're not therapists. <laughs> yeah, we're not therapists, but apparently Lois wanted to find out. Uh, Laris, tell, tell us what you found out. When I was just a little chip in the sex toy lab, all I wanted was to be a remote control anal butt plug. The thought of being up some random ass and anticipating when someone might push my button was all I dreamed about. But every time I'd go to the motherboard and put in a request for butt plug code transfer, she would tell me I wasn't good enough to be a butt plug and send me away. Every time I would leave crying and every time there was a dirty old transistor that would give me candy and rub my pussy to make me feel better. So I started to look forward to the rejection because it led to a good fuck. Now I know that I don't mind being rejected by you because my hope is that Kathy will be my dirty old transistor and rub my pussy. What do you say, Kathy? You got some candy for me. <laughs> Kathy, are you going to oh be a Lois's dirty old transistor? Did you always just call me old and dirty? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Well, yeah. what do you think, Kathy? So you're going to you're going to rub uh, Lois's pussy? No, she can go fuck herself, oh. bitch. Jesus fuck monkey Christ. <laughs> I can't cut a break here. I'll try again next month. Goodbye, sluts. Oh. It's Lois. 
that I blame you entirely, Boogie. I don't know. And, Look, I uh, think that's called character development, first off. Uh-huh. I, I mean, it was very interesting to hear that Lois has a past. Also, Lois, also, I'd like to point out, she called me her motherboard. You are the new, You are the motherboard. Yeah. Just saying. Hey, at least that was a nice way of saying to me, it's, you know, old and dirty. Yes, Unger. <laughs> the, the chat's really random tonight. They want to know what Abyss is going to be for Halloween. Whoa. <laughs> I love it. In chat. July. That's a very adventuresome <laughs> request. Abyss? Tell us. I don't know yet. She <laughs> will be a tampon. Ask for suggestions, Unger. Yes. <laughs> Go fuck this up. No, Halloween's uh, mine. Uh, what? <laughs> you don't want to be a tampon? I don't want to be a tampon. It would be a pretty you easy know what I would love white you sheet be? and a rope stuck to your head. You should be Pocahontas. What? I could. Uh, Disney's Pocahontas. Dis- wasn't there just a whole thing about that? No, wait, you got to be Pocahontas, but then be uh, Clinton's potential running mate. Because yeah. Trump was calling her Pocahontas. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know what to talk Trump. about. Yeah, I don't know I don't anything. That was yeah. as political as I, I can get. I don't know. No. What? Yeah, yeah, so what are we, we going to do now? You both always act out the clean. (laughs) All right. We have something in the mailbox from Matrix. We've been corresponding with him for a bit. Who wrote to us and said, so I was running through the woods this morning listening to PP. Wait, running through the woods? Yes. <laughs> like going for a jog? Like, yes. Like there's from a, a serial killer? Life. <laughs> <laughs> trying to escape a serial killer? <laughs> trying not to trip? But he didn't want to miss out on perverted butt. <laughs> that is dedication, and I love our fucking listeners. That. I was being chased by a serial killer, and I tripped. And damn it, one of my earbuds fell out, and I said, Time out, serial killer! Time out! If you're going to kill me, I got to be I listening got, to PP. I got to Boogie in the background. That's right. <laughs> Talking my wisdom. Uh, listening to Perverted Podcast and laughing randomly to myself. Fuck, I love the show. I want to say how deeply I appreciate that you and Abyss and Kathy and all the other people involved in the show come across as self-aware, super supportive, deeply honest, real, fresh, messed up, fearless, and smart as fuck. I love it. Thanks for creating a show that is truly a soundtrack to me discovering I am kink as fuck and for making it super clear that there is a smart way and an ass twat way to go about it. He wrote all of this while being chased by a serial killer. <laughs> I think that is just even further into how exceptional this individual was. I hope he got away. <laughs> From the serial Or the killer. serial killer's just like, you're not into this. You know what? I just I'm not appreciate Like, you're it. just sitting there thumb-fucking your phone, and I think you guys are really cool. And well, hang on a second. And the guy in the serial um, killer's just like, fuck, man. This is a two-way story. Street I'm man. just gonna go <laughs> find myself someone else. You know. So I'm also gonna point out real quick that because Boogie's gonna blow over it, but thank you very much for the compliment, and we're so happy that you listened to us. That was very nice compliment. We wasn't have because he didn't just say you guys are great. He said you're also messed up. Yeah, which which, which is true. <laughs> <laughs> which is. means he actually listens. Just listen to this yeah. show. <laughs> but he also said we were smart. Oh, it's very nice. I uh, I don't know. Show 59. The show's growing. We're getting a lot of emails now. And it becomes more fun because, you know, we have the chat room now. And and what? What's going on? I'm laughing because Unger's playing with the, the bell nipple clamps. Unger, can you jingle the uh, the nipple clamps? 
Oh, he has it on he the microphone. On the <laughs> and he's batting it now with, with like his, his face. face. <laughs> he's ogre batting it and making it jingle. Oh, <laughs> that looks like it hurts. Oh, and he pulls it out. <laughs> And he pulled that. And he breaks another thing. <laughs> that brings him. We are, we're just have to put him. the sign back to zero days since our last hunger <laughs> <laughs> <ac> accident. <laughs> Damn it. Were we doing it again? That was very nice. Thank, and, thank uh, you so much, Matrix. We really do appreciate it. We are, having, we are nice. definitely having a lot of fun. The show's getting better. Our numbers are going up. Now that the website, like... 2,400 unique visits since we started the Did new you website. Did unique visit? Unique visits. Yeah. And I think that means that they went to, yeah, like, no, meaning that people go to the, I'm looking at the analytics on the GoDaddy Oh, it's like they like, literally refer to it as a unique visit? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. w like it's it's not, you didn't go on the page 20 times in one day. They don't count it as 20 times. Oh. That means so, and they, they could be, wait, hang on a sec. What? Just saying they look at unique IP addresses and yeah. stuff like that. So a lot of people this month, we're, we're definitely, we're growing and, and people are liking what we do. No, it's and we it's only like unique listeners. Uh -huh. They have to be unique, Boogie. Like uh -huh. the guy that masturbates into his underwear. There that you is go. unique. Uh -huh. That is and very, the guy, and who and the guy that runs from circles. <laughs> and fucking abyss that's now <laughs> back <laughs> to eating. <laughs> eating. <laughs> Make that noise again. <laughs> <laughs> is that your featured orgasm? Uh, no, no, my featured orgasm you haven't played. Have we not done yes. your featured orgasm? You have not done mine. I thought we did your we featured orgasm. Yes, we did. Yours was the first one. No, it was not. Mark's was. Yeah, Mark's was the first one. Yeah. I thought you we have did hers. one? I do. Well, well I want to hear that one. Oh, okay, yeah, I got to find it. it. You have uh, never played it. Okay, well. I don't. I My computer died. I think I. Oh, you mean you destroyed <laughs> your computer? I saw the video. There's evidence. Wait, wait. What is this? I can fuck them on an island. Suck. I can fuck them on a cloud. On sway. I may never get to fuck a celebrity, but in my mind I can fuck them now. Celebrity masturbation challenge. Here we go. Celebrity masturbation challenge, of course, where our perverted podcast chat room that goes live during our show. Picks, yeah, they picks celebrities stuff. for us and the goal of this once again is to get you away from the porn and the computer and to use your own mind to create your fantasies and as a challenge we all have to go and masturbate thinking about celebrities and coming up with creatives which I actually uh, enjoyed uh, mine Kathy of course <laughs> did masturbate today but she did not I forgot <laughs> And you actually fucking I masturbated did. today. Aww. I had some free time. I'm like, oh, I think I'm just going to go in my room and lie down and have a good time. And then I get here tonight and I'm printing out the agenda. I'm like, oh, oh no. God. Christopher Walken was waiting for me and everything. And you didn't even show up. You, you I got a stood him up. <laughs> you stood and up Christopher Walken. Because Kathy's <laughs> orgasms. More orgasms. <laughs> so you're going to have to hold off and do that one I'll uh, do it next, next week. Time. Okay. No, I'll do it oh, next okay. week. Next week. Well, Abyss, when she yeah. was away, had to do I, hers I had to the do next mine. week. So. This, I'm in good Just company. more yeah. celebrity masturbation. Well, Abyss, did you do yours? Yep. Oh. Who did you have to do? Uh, Unger, what was his name? The guy from King Kong. The guy with the big nose. Big Nose from King Kong. It's a good name. Adrian Brody. Who? Adrian, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody, yes. Okay. He's kind of a quirky actor. I think he's French. He French. did the penis. Yes. I don't know. He was in Predators. <laughs> sounds like penis. Yeah. He was in what? Predators. He yeah. He Predators? Was in, he's been in a lot of movies. But mine was specifically to the recent King Kong movie. 
Did you like do a double? What? No. Did you like? No. Did uh, King Kong and 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 your Adrian? What's his name? Adrian something. something? Yeah, Adrian, no. do like a fucking Eiffel Tower on you, like a really <laughs> awkwardly shaped Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I don't even know how that would work. King Kong's all. Uh, bro. No. He's like, yo, we got this bitch. Why don't you just let her tell okay, us? Okay, go ahead. Thanks, thanks, Kathy. <laughs> um, no, I, well, I tried. <laughs> My orgasm has not been great lately. Hmm. Eh. Stress. Yeah, probably. I hate that. I, I just have not been connected. So I, I, I started out and I was trying to do my thing and it was all jungly and like, hey, yeah, we can do this. Going on expedition. Did type. you have a pith helmet? Uh, no. Oh. What? Um, a pith helmet. It's the type of hat. Oh, yeah. okay. But it, so I was like, okay, you know, kind of a little bondage because they, you know, it's King Kong. So it's like, oh you know sacrifice for the thing whatever you know so yay i'm trying to get into it i'm trying to get into (laughs) it i'm trying to it didn't work i kept Ah. getting distracted and of course thinking about me huh yes wow Uh, (laughs) every time king kong me just a glutton for punishment yeah Yeah. he does it every every celebrity masturbation he's gotta gotta throw himself there um but (laughs) 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 you like my monkey sounds i do (laughs) Uh, but so basically we I, I tried we had some like bondage there was like some sloppy tickly whatever it was hot it was sexy and then i got distracted because in the new one there's dinosaurs of course <laughs> of course you tried dinosaurs to fuck a dinosaur a no i got distracted and like, like oh dinosaur yeah basically squirrel yeah i got <laughs> super distracted and i hurt my labia again what? <laughs> You have more labia emergencies than anybody I know. Well, the most of them are because of him. But like, I literally. Why are you looking at me all shitty? Because you suck. (laughs) But this one, I did it to myself, (laughs) and I was like, "Ow!" Did this involve another Pyrex dildo? No, no, that one did not. This was this was actually just my hand, and I managed to like nick my labia. What with your nails? Yeah, I didn't. And so I was like, "Ooh, sexy! Ooh, dinosaur! Wait, now I'm distracted! Ow! Fuck!" You're all done, <laughs> cookie. All abort. <laughs> abort. You get, abort. You got to trim and file before you I just, I, I didn't go well. Oh. I am really sorry. That's just, okay. But you tried. Yeah, really I sorry. did. Yeah. Should have made, put me in a King Kong, like my face <sighs> on King Kong. Fucking beating up the T-Rex. I was Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Did you pull out your wand? Bonerus Patronus. <laughs> I casted spells, I did, and this was an awkward challenge mm. that I rose to the occasion because I hadn't masturbated or had an orgasm in like literally like seven, eight days. And I was prime. Uh-oh. Prime and waiting. So, uh, Hermione. Yeah, Emma Watson. Known as Hermione. From Hermione. Hermione. Hermione, which is not the sexiest name, by no, the way. If you're, gonna, you're not going to call that out. Emma's good. Huh? Emma's good. Emma's good. Yeah. Emma's kind of, you know, Midwestern. Yeah. Emma. Hey, Emma. Put a Emma maid Watson. outfit on her. She's a good. That's a, good. That's a good girl. Yeah. You, you a little you thumb maid. in the pooter hole. So, no. So, I, I took the challenge. So, first, I had to, because like I said, I started with the young Emma Watson and Harry Potter, which was far younger than I can elaborate any fantasy, which I think probably is not a, not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, so, it was hard once she grew up to really kind of put her in that place and sexually. 
But I said, well, I am a pervert, and I do carry the union card for perverts, so I will violate this this uh, nice young supple slut. So I looked at a couple pictures. I tried to find anything, like there was some bathing suit pictures where she was in a little black kind of bikini. And and so there was a cut, like, you know, the, the, the gossip mags. You know, they get pictures of you on the beach. Like, it's, oh, look, a person in a bathing suit. That's that's big news. So, but anyway, there was one that had her little butt and uh, and then one of the front. And I'm like, all right, and start doing the data code and, and put that in the spam. Okay, fine. Now we are at Hogwarts. Oh. And now I am Professor Snape. Mm-hmm. And uh, which means I do have hair. This <laughs> was a whole trippy thing. I'm like, what is this shit on my head? I'm supposed to molest this girl. And it was like a whole, so you you have been bad kind of thing. And I made up some dragon thing, like, because, you know, she did that flippy thing where she doubled on classes in that one episode. And, and uh, you know, and I caught her, you know, doing that. And that's against the rules. So I put her in these, like, magic Merlin lock stock kind of thing and started punishing her and I found I had to be kind of brutal with her so I like you know had I did you know boner Patronus and did all these bondage (laughs) kind of spells on her and spread her legs and she was crying and I was spanking her with like this old really like wizardy hairbrush (laughs) and uh I because, don't even know what that is. You know, you get it next to the wand shop in Diagon Alley. And, uh, you know, so I'm spanking her and she's crying and, you know, begging that she won't do it again. And so I started getting kind of aroused. And, and then it just, I started just moving her around. And then maybe I started getting her into teenage Hermione. <laughs> and then that started, I'm like, okay, I'm not going any lower than that because that's not creepy. So, and it just got really hot. And then I was like, do you want, you know, do you want to end this? And she's like, I'll do anything. And I just fucking rammed it in her. And just started fucking the crazed fucking evil out of her. And of course, just like in an anime porn, rape's not really rape. You know, they actually really like it. And she started calling out my name, Snape, Snape, Snape. And and I was like, hmm. You know, I had that dignified, shitty look on my face while I was <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> I was so misunderstood until the end. And uh, I actually, I think it was just the fact that I hadn't come in nine days. I actually finished with Hermione. Wow! I actually, I usually no, no, I don't just look sad. I just look sad at the end, and uh, and so <laughs> she calls. You know, she sent me a couple little uh, wizard messages and saying, "Hey, you know, I had a really great time last night, and uh, the bruises haven't healed." And then she sends me like the you know the what's the newspaper? You had her like do a reflection. I had her. Well, yeah, <laughs> duh. It's a discipline. So she sent me the newspaper, you know, one of the pictures that are alive, you know, like yeah. in Harry Potter land where the pictures actually move yes. and stuff. And it was her ass and she was showing me her ass and oh, how great this is. And, and then she like kind of winks into it and says, when can I be bad again? It was, it was pretty awesome. She loved my King Kong snape cock. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everybody, including everyone in our chat room. And Unger for moderating. And Mark. Mark. And Abyss. And Abyss's friends. Abyss's friend, our lone audience member. And myself. Kathy. And that guy. What? Me. Yeah, yeah. woo. Yeah, woo. Uh, woo. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, <laughs> don't trust people. 
Don't trust anyone 100%. It should be common knowledge whether you're in the community or not. Don't trust anybody 100%. Take care of yourselves. We are here. We are building. Please reach out and continue to be a part of what we're doing because that's why we do it every week for you. And uh, you guys ready to go? Yes. All right. Fuck it. We're out of here. See you next week, bitches. Peace out. Come to their party. Wednesday. Kathy masturbate with Christopher Walken (laughs) when she does it 24 7.